be me. You know, let me be me. And every time I'm me, I realize this in the content that I take. So the minute I have to do a second take, no, that's it's not, not, that's not the video. It's ah, not the video. that's Delete. So interesting. Okay. Delete. It's no longer, it's no longer authentic. Mm. So in that 60 seconds of me switching on my camera, ranting, 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 and, and clicking stop and posting, that's, that's me. The minute I have to go, mm, I didn't say this. No. It's over. Really? Yeah, I don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Come let me teach you a lesson. Come let me teach you a lesson. Level line with the tweets. Follow me back to my nest. Level line with the podcast. Teach you lesson because I got class. Level line with the impact. You be lying, that's a real fact. Come let me teach you a lesson. Come let me teach you a lesson. Level line with the tweets. Welcome to the Lebu Lion Show, the biggest marketing and entrepreneurship podcast on the African continent. And we're not just saying that. We've been at this since 2018, and you guys have been growing this community with me since then. I remember the days when we were the only marketing podcast from Africa on the iTunes Top 100 charts. And guys, I'll always be grateful for your support and just walking this journey with me. Today, we have somebody who not only inspires me, but I think is going to go down in history as being somebody who's not only brave enough to chase their dreams, but can do it in a way that fits the way the world is moving into the future. You know, if you are somebody who's sitting at home and thinking to yourself, how can I manifest my dreams? How can I realize them and actually make it happen? Then you want to be listening to today's episode with the phenomenal guests that I have with me. But before we go into that, don't forget to like, subscribe, share this with your mom, your dad, your sister, everybody that you love, everybody that you don't like. Give them a piece of this because it just shows how cool you are and how you're moving into the future with like-minded individuals. Without further ado, don't forget to get your drink. Remember, because this season we're drinking on set. We're not doing like we were doing in season one. We're drinking now. So alcohol brands, this is your cue. This is when you call Label Line and you say, hey, can we partner? I'm waiting. And just make sure you have your drink at home. Get comfortable. Find a nice place to sit. This is going to be a really cool conversation. <sighs> How do I even start with introducing you, Alfie? Um, I, How I do I even know. start? I don't know. Um, I'm just Alfie, man. <laughs> just Alfie just with Alfie. all the incredible things that you have done. When I think about you, I think of TikTok sensation. Yeah. I think mm -hmm. of global speaker. Yes. <laughs> I think of game changer, disruptor. All right. Am I okay. wrong? I mean, I, I, I mean, I won't say no. <laughs> but, I mean, it's, 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 um, one, I, I always shy away from the TikTok sensation one because, mm. um, when somebody says sensation, I always feel it's short lived. Mm. And what I would love, love, love to have is to be known for somebody who's got longevity. I mean, yes. every man wants to be known as someone who can last long. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> We're not even so. podcast and already, already you're coming with so, longevity. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so for anyone who might not know you or who doesn't necessarily understand what you do, who would you say is Alfie? 
So Alfie is Usipo, mm -hmm. Alfie Wagwamkwanazi, mm. um, a bearded and yellow fella. Connecting bundles. Connecting. Connecting bundles. Um, I am a speaker. Mm -hmm. um, I am a marketing and communications and brand builder by profession and by study. Yes. Okay. Um, I am an MC and events host. Mm -hmm. um, I so happen to be on TikTok. Oh my God. <laughs> I so happen to be on TikTok. The sponsor of the episode is the global trading platform OctaFX. Use promo code LABEL100 to double your deposit. That's L-E-B-O-100 to double your deposit. Disclaimer. Investing involves a level of risk. We do not recommend investing with our prior expertise. Beware of scammers who copy our content and name. Never send personal data or funds via messengers such as WhatsApp, Telegram and the like. Every year, there are more and more successful investors in the world. But it's worth noting that the share of women on this list is growing. Not only are we able to take care of our home and raise children, but also earn money to support our families. Open the world of financial achievements. Start trading with Okta FX. Okta FX is a global trading platform with 10 years of experience and more than 10 million trading accounts in 150 countries worldwide. Join the community of like-minded entrepreneurs in three steps. One, download Okta FX trading app. Two, create an account. Three, apply the promo code label 100 and double your first deposit for more profitable trading. Are you new to trading? Watch Okta FX webinars to learn the basics and enjoy its live trading sessions to improve your strategy. Make trading a part of your lifestyle with Okta FX. Claim your 100% bonus for more profitable trading in the description. Some of the benefits of using Okta FX is 1. Low spread. Spread is the difference between the best selling price and the best buying price of a certain asset on the exchange. 2. You can trade without any volume based fees and commissions. 3. You get fast deposits and withdrawals. And 4. You can now find OctaFX on iOS. The sponsor of this episode is the global trading platform OctaFX. Remember, investing involves a level of risk. We do not recommend investing with our prior expertise. Beware of scammers who copy our content and name. Never send personal data or funds via messengers such as WhatsApp, Telegram, and the like. Enjoy the podcast. So it's very interesting to me that... Um, of all the things that you are, the TikTok one is the one that you seem to kind of not speak the most about. Sure, sure. And I remember the first time I saw a video of yours. Mm -hmm. And the first time I saw it, I was like, this guy's going to blow up. It was when you were in a hot tub somewhere or yeah, like, yeah. I don't know if it was outside yeah. and you were away and you were in a hot tub somewhere <laughs> and it looked really nice. Yeah, yeah. And you were talking about, I think it was like self-care, enjoy yourself, spoil sure, yourself sure, sure, or sure, whatever. Sure. And I remember, I re like it, it's literally, I can see it now. Mm -hmm. And I remember seeing that video and going, this guy's going to be so big. 
why not amplify the fact that you are big on TikTok and that's the vehicle that got people to see you? It's so interesting because um, what I did on TikTok or what I do on TikTok is very uh, unintentional. It was very unintentional. Um, Ah. When I go on TikTok, I go there to share my frustrations with the world. (laughs) I'm either annoyed about something, I'm ranting, or something really just upset me. Mm. And I want people to know about it. It's okay. Today, it's raining. Why the hell is it raining in December? You know, that sort of stuff. But um, it so happens that so many people share the frustrations that I have. And I think that's why uh, my TikTok content just blows up so much. Because people relate constantly. Like, yeah, I'm thinking that. I just didn't know how to put it in words. So, um, for me... It's not a platform where I go to be like, yeah, today we're going to trend. <laughs> Shutting the internet down. Shutting the internet yes. down, you know. I just go there to be like, guys, am I the only one who's experiencing this, you know. Mm. And just let it live. Um, you know, I don't plan my content. Just put it there. And whoever relates to it just relates. Do you feel like the world needs more connection? You know, because you're saying you share your experiences and your frustrations. And we see that quite often online, you know, but why do you think your content is sticking with people more than, let's say, somebody else who might be sharing something similar? I think that my content, and this is what I enjoy most about the people that give me the feedback Mm. um, that they give me. My content is coming at such an incredible time where it was all dark and gloom in the world. Mm. And all of us were forced to be in our own little spaces. Um, You had to experience life on your own Mm. um, or with your little family, some of which you don't even like, um, (laughs) you know, and you you just had to do it on your own. Mm. And um, when I, when my rise of, of TikTok then came through, we then realize that we actually share so many similarities. We are experiencing the same problems as people. And um, I mean, the past two years have really shown us the importance of taking care of ourselves mentally. Mm. Because before then you didn't realize that, no man, I'm not okay about this. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not hundred. But having to sit with yourself and actually be with yourself showed you, okay, there's a lot of work that needs to be done here. So my content essentially shows people that one, you're not the only person who's experiencing what you're experiencing. But number two, there are a lot of other people that share the frustrations that you have. Therefore, your feelings are justified. Um, How you feel about this is okay. And you can feel like that. Yeah. What would your message be to somebody who's watching and they want to be a content creator or they are a content creator? What are, let's say, the three points that you'd give them to create successful content? Sure. Um, Successful content is also relative because Mm. um, for some of us, successful content would be to trend. Mm. For someone, successful content would be to monetize. Mm. You know, for someone, successful content would be to get over the fear of actually speaking and which were all three for me. I mean, yes. I had massive imposter syndrome when I, when I posted my first video. Wow. Um, but number one, be intentional. You know, when you are intentional about what you're doing, what it is that you want to do, just know, do you want to make money? Do you mm. want to shut the internet down? Do you want to relate to people? Do you want to heal people? You know, all that sort of stuff. Be intentional about that and push that. Mm. The second aspect is... Um, be smart about how you position yourself. Just know, which okay, sharp. Which space am I playing at? Yes. Who are my people? Mm. These are my people. Let me feed them their food. You know, 
the minute you start trying to be money and trying to be loved by everyone, you're just going to be so scattered in your approach and we're all going to be like, I okay, Shab, you were doing this now, now you're doing that, so mm. try to do that. And it's, it's hard to, 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 to sort of find that niche. The third aspect is just be you. Hmm. Your authenticity is such a massive currency that people don't realize is a big thing. I look at other content creators like Elisa Majimbo, for example, yes. who blew up incredibly. Yes. And she's, she's, she's great just by eating chips mm. and laughing at the top of her voice. Mm. And I've always asked myself, how am I going to penetrate Africa? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? And I realized that actually maybe let's not think about that yet. Yes. Let me speak to my people. Let me be me. You know, let me be me. And every time I'm me, I realize this in the content that I take. So the minute I have to do a second take, no, that's it's not, not, that's not the you. video. It's ah, not the video. that's delete, interesting. Okay. Delete. It's no longer, it's no longer authentic. Mm. So in that 60 seconds of me switching on my camera, ranting, 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 and, and clicking stop, and posting that's that's me the minute i have to go mm, i didn't say this no it's over really yeah i don't do second takes that is so profound yeah. you're like jay-z because jay-z the rapper yeah, yeah he only does one take <laughs> and he doesn't write anything down really? so he literally walks into the booth spits the rhyme and he leaves what i want to impersonate his voice but <laughs> can you impersonate no his voice? i'm not gonna do that please Come why on. i'm trying to get bags in america okay the, the bags want you to impersonate the voice no. yes that's how you shut down listen, the internet i don't listen to jay-z that much really no, so just... are you kanye or jay-z beyonce ah yes <laughs> yes i love it yeah. i'm also i'm also beyonce really? team beyonce yeah. any Ooh, day any day please yeah. So I like the fact that you spoke about authenticity, mm. right? And being yourself. And I think that's probably one mm. of the hardest things. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Is it going down? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's why we put alcohol in season two. Who because said? We need to, you know, coat the throats. Ma'am, who to... said this was... I? Alfie mixed this, by the way. So he's also a mixologist. <laughs> If you guys need someone who's going to mix a cocktail for you, <laughs> he's the person to go to because it actually tastes really good. And I've, it's my first time having this drink, it's so it's really drink. good. It's cute. Yeah, it's, it's got a it thing. It's got a vibe. Yeah. If you guys want to know what we're drinking, DM me. <laughs> um, but you spoke about authenticity, right? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. being yourself. Sure. And I find that that's probably one of the hardest things to tap into. Yeah. How do you know you're being authentic? Because it's easy for me to say, okay, well, I know marketing, so let sure. me just create content about marketing. Sure. I'm being authentic. Mm. How do I know I'm being authentic versus just forcing the issue? Yeah, yeah. How do I know that I'm Alfie the speaker and I was born to speak versus I know how to speak, so I'm going to do it? So there is a level of peace mm. that is in you when you create content or when you do anything. Yes. Um, sometimes it's not the most amazing thing that you do. Sometimes it's not what you'll be famous for. Mm. Sometimes it's not what you... I don't know, but there's just a level of peace when you're doing what you're supposed to do. I was a marketing professional, a brand builder hey. um, by profession, and I was freaking good at it. I loved it. Okay. I loved working with brands. You know, I loved doing my job. But um, I sat and I thought to myself, is this bringing the peace that I wanted to bring? Mm. You know, I, I, I would have anxiety when I'd have to do, when I'd have to speak to my team at work, you know. Really? I was in management, youngest manager at the organization. 
but I'd, I'd still be so anxious. Mm. Um, and now I'm actually doing a whole lot more work when I'm working for Brand Alfie. Um, but every time I have to wake up at 2 a.m. and respond to emails and queries and this and this and that, I'm just like, yeah, you go. You <laughs> yes. Go, you go. Yes. Because it's, 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 it's innate. It's, it's that. So, um, and we're in such a tricky country where people will punt authenticity, be authentic, until you are authentic. Mm. Then you'll be questioned because you then divert from the norm. Yes. What we know as normal, what we deem as what is supposed to be normal. And then we're like... Mm. No, you yeah. know, so um, there's just that level of peace that you'll feel. But yeah, this this is this is me. I may not be known for this. I may not be popular for this, but mm. this is me and I enjoy it. And it's so interesting. You won't tell people now I'm being authentic. Yes, exactly. We all just pick it up. Yeah, it just it just happens. We mm. all pick it up. It's so it's so automatic. So, mm. yeah. Mm. So what I'm going to do with you, sure. I love the, the nuggets that you're sharing, right? But I also know that the people who are watching want to laugh. They want to feel that Alfie energy, oh you know, snippets of it throughout our conversation. Yes. So I'm going to keep breaking our conversation <laughs> with little Alfieisms. That's what I'm going to sure, call them. Sure, sure. So right now, I need you just to share a song for us, like they would do at church. <laughs> I hope I'm saying that correctly because I'm still learning yes, my Zulu. Yes, I'm trying to yes. be the girl. But just a, a young song. People know yeah. you for your anthems. Give us yeah. one. Uh, the most popular one at the moment yes. is Sipati. Yes. Come on. <laughs> so, and I need to take you through the whole... Um, song and all of that sort of stuff. So yeah. I, I'm a church boy. I mm. was raised in church. But also I'm raised by such an incredible mother. Mm. Right? Usbo. Usbo. I'm the, I did my research. Mom's did my research. So I've got three people that I mirror in my content. The okay. church boy, Mamsbongil, and Umdansekai. Okay. Umdansekai is, 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 is my sibling. So I lost my sister last year. Mm. But she mutates and becomes this 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 figure in my mind mm. because I want her memory to live on. Mm. So those three and in my content you will bump into all of all of these three which oh, okay yeah this is Mum's watch. This yeah. is this is this this is that this is that yeah. So who wants you to be conquering? Give um, us Mum's watch. Yo, yo <laughs> like we don't remember this no see for you your behavior. Yeah. Your behavior is yeah. questionable. When did you become such a because freaky? you are a freak child? Yes. You 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 are doing things I never did yes. at my age, mm. and you will you will suffer mm. the consequences. What so, does yeah. what does your mom say about your impersonation? So my mom couldn't kill us. Number one. Wow. Um, I come from a very animated family. I see. You know, so it's it's almost like um, congratulating a fish for swimming mm. you know they're just like yeah brah <laughs> do it <laughs> um but um my mom is just like brah keep keep my name out of your mouth <laughs> keep my name out. and i'm just like ah ma you know um yeah. but yeah so she, she she sees it for what it is i had to explain to her to be like you know what listen um I really enjoy the life lessons that you've taught me. And I want other people to experience the mom I had. And 
People love Mums Wash. We love her. <laughs> we love her. Like yeah. I literally look forward to your content because of that. I love how you impersonate her, and I see my mom and your mom. So you know, like we can all I think see like little bits of our mom. Right? We do yeah. kind of like it's a South African thing. Sure. You know, very similar mannerisms. Conquering. I know that <laughs> my mom would have definitely said exactly the same thing. Sure. Sure. So I was a freaky child as well. <laughs> wow. So, I am not surprised. You're not surprised. I think you're the only person. Let me tell you, freaky children are one of the best masterminds that you will ever bump into. Did you guys hear that? The lions. Yes. They roar. Freaky children. Freaky children are one of the best exactly. masterminds you'll ever bump into. Sure, sure. Thank you for look that. look at you now. Look at me now. Freaky child. Freaky child. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So there are lots of things I want to touch on because mm. you are in the marketing space and this is a marketing podcast. Sure. So I want to talk a little bit about our industry. Yeah. But then I also want to talk about mental health because you speak about the social anxiety, the imposter syndrome. And I think that's a common thread in most of the conversations I have with yeah. people. Yeah. How do we overcome this? You know, as somebody who experiences anxiety, I do too. Yeah. How do you feel like it has been an impediment in your success and your ability to go after what you want and how have you been able to live with it and navigate sure. through life with it? I think that um, in some instances, anxiety is a fuel mm. and it's, 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 it's a push, sometimes in the right direction because um, it all goes to how we manage our anxiety. Anxiety is almost like adrenaline, mm. you know, um, sometimes too much of it can be really, really bad, but the right amount of it, you know, just keeps you in check, you know, to keep you on your toes. Mm. Um, I, 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 I sometimes struggle from, you know, different forms of anxiety, social anxiety, imposter syndrome, depression, whatnot, whatnot, whatnot. Um, but I quickly have to do a pulse check mm. when I realize it's okay, sharp, now I'm in too deep. Stop. Feel that inner child or feel yourself. What do you need right now? Do you need to step away? Do you need to zone out? Mm. And that's why um, a lot of people think that I'm not a person who likes wearing clothes because I'm always in the tub <laughs> 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 when I'm shooting my videos. Yeah. Um, but water is that safe space for me. Mm. So when I'm in the tub, it's not a thing of, oh yeah, Lucipo is you know, going nude again and <laughs> yay, he wants us to sleep. No. I'm in the tub because I'm in the water Mm. And when I'm in the water, it's that embrace. Yes. So everything, when I'm in the water, everything is fine. Wow. I'm okay when I'm in the water. Nothing can go wrong when I'm in the water. And interestingly enough, some of the best content I've ever made from a professional um, space to a, you know, TikTok and social media space um, has been when I'm sitting in the tub. Like my yeah. team just knows, it's okay, he's in the bathtub when he's churning out emails. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the bathtub. He's in the bathtub. You found your safe space. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. That's so cool. And actually. it's so important to do that as a creative, mm. um, but as a professional and as a human being, you need to find that place of retreat where no one can disturb you, mm. no one can take it away from you, yes. and you know when you come out of there, you've dealt with your demons and you're able to conquer again. 
conquering. Sure. I'm never gonna live this down. <laughs> I, I am obsessed with that video. <laughs> but oh, those man. are those are really cool gems mm. and I can completely relate, you know, because anxiety isn't something that goes away. Mm -mm. You live with it for the rest sure. of your life. Sure. So if you don't know how to manage it, yeah. it's gonna take over you completely. Definitely. You know, and, and even in spaces that I've been in, some of the greatest leaders that I've met, the most powerful ones, mm. have anxiety. Yeah. Right? So it's not a debilitating thing that stops you from living life. You just have to know how to sure. to manage it yes. essentially and, yes. and live with it. It's your yeah. friend, yeah. it's not an enemy, sure. etc. Okay, so you were in the marketing space before you became Alfie the brand, yes. right? And right now the trend is influencer marketing. Mm. You come from the TikTok space. What do you think of the influencer marketing landscape in South Africa? I think the influencer marketing landscape in South Africa has got a whole lot of growth. Mm -hmm. um, I think there's a lot, there are a lot of opportunities that we need to be sort of um, tapping into. Yeah. I don't think it's a space that is well supported. By corporate? Uh, by or, corporate. Okay. Um, and I just think as influencers, people just don't take time to read up and research and sort of get an understanding of the space that they're playing in and how they can capitalize on it. So over and above um, me doing my TikTok videos and me being an influencer, I also write mm. about marketing and the space and yes. where I see things going in the future and what people should be capitalizing on. Mm. For example, I mean, um, as influencers, we shy away from things like collaborations. Mm. We don't realize that that is important. People are getting bags from clients, um, but you haven't positioned yourself. You don't have a niche. Because mm. when you position your value add and say to the label line show, hi, this is my, this is my, this is my niche. Mm. This is, you can't, you, I can't go wrong here. Um, you are able to, um, to bargain yes. a proper rate and a proper value. We don't know those sort of things, you know? Yeah. Um, so there are so many things. There's so many things. And, and I'll share the article with you. I, I can't wait. And I'll actually put yeah. the link in, yeah. in our yeah. description so people yeah. can read the yeah. article. What is your definition of an influencer? Because I think a lot of people think it's being cute. No. <laughs> and oh, having a lot of followers. And it's the one title <laughs> I hate being called. Really? By because um, I just think what... Um, our predecessors have made uh, influencers Keep to be... Keep on predecessors. I vote. But, you know, we, we made it this, you know, um, the, this Barbie girl thing where yeah. you're an airhead and you're just given this product and you're... Okay, so guys, can I mean, and can you see in we the need camera? To put that um, what is it called? That, that alarm yes, thing that, uh, yes, that yes. ambulances have because you some see? people are going to be very upset <laughs> so with I, what Alfie just said. And I don't think that, and I don't think influence is about that. So influence is being able to take content or to take a brand or to take something specific mm -hmm. and infiltrate somebody's mind, and for a good week or two. That's all they are thinking about. <laughs> and they make a, an assimilation to this product that you've presented to them and this person. Yes. And they just uh, put that and the call to action mm. because that's where the influence comes from. Yes. When there's a call to action to say, okay, Shab, you've presented this product to me um, and you are this person. I like you. I don't know anything about this product. Shab, now they're talking to each other. 
but what is the call to action? And I think that's all influence is. Mm -hmm. Influence does not go with um, having to trend mm -hmm. the numbers you have on social media yeah. um, and you know hashtags or anything like that. It's simply a thing of Wuti. I made the assimilation of a person, a product or a service, and this is the action that I'm going to because yeah. we can we can influence positively and we can influence negatively mm. you know so um, that call to action sometimes I don't need to enunciate it but from that you can say with okay Shab, this is what I've taken from and that's influence in my opinion Oof. Hey, Oof. deep Oof. <laughs> <laughs> we're coming through this is where the articles are coming from yeah. because you know yeah. your stuff yeah. you know if, your if stuff there's one thing I'm proud of, you know yeah Shab, the, the trending and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But the fact that I have to sit and think and apply my mind, yes, that makes me happy. And I think when I speak to brands and I negotiate my rates, I'm just like, ah, babe, you're not you, not a bum bum here. Yes, with the big boys. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I yeah. will give you what you want. Yes. Um, but because I, I, I'm gonna sit and think about it, it's, yeah. it's not just you know, Kathy meets Mark. Yeah. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and there's a lot of that kind of like tone deaf. Yes. I'm showing you a product now. <laughs> Buy my product because mm. I'm me and I'm great. You know, mm. I see a lot of that happening. Mm. And I like what you said because I think marketers are getting a very bad rep right now uh, for the campaigns that we are doing so, and the decisions that we are making. So. Why do you think so many of us are making bad decisions about influencer marketing when we should know better? I think that um, we're not talking to each other, mm. for starters, because um, there is no, I don't think that there is a sort of set guideline or rule book on how to market. Yes. Marketing is such a broad spectrum and you can market in so many different ways. Mm -hmm. We're just not having conversations with each other, number one. It's mm. like, how, how, how did you do that? Let me try this. Mm. How can I do it in my own way? That's number one. Number two, um, We've taken what we've seen other people do and we think we can do it in the same way. Whereas you just need to be original. Come on, just give us what you can give us. Yeah. It may not get as many likes, but it's you and it's authentic and it's beautiful, mm. you know. Um, the other thing is that we're also not being um, honest about the brands that we're working with. Mm. You can see that this brand and you don't align, my love. Hey. But you just want that bag. <laughs> and now you are... Mm -mm, I'm not going to... You know, I, that's a very contentious point that you just made. Mm. Because a lot of people say, but why are the brands approaching the wrong influencers? Surely it's the brand's fault. Because if they weren't approaching that person, they wouldn't sure. be able to s secure the bag, you sure. know? And so I, I believe that a lot of the onus rests on us. Sure. as the marketers to say but we understand the theory we have a duty to stakeholders so we need to make better decisions sure. um offer anyone money they're not going to say no of course <laughs> you know of what course. i mean they're going to take the money yeah. and i don't blame them sure. so i'm honestly a lot of the time team influencer just because i feel like as marketers we don't harness our power and say i'm in charge i'm sure. the boss i'm going to make boss decisions instead we say this person's popular they're going to tell me how things should go. Exactly. And then you're like, why are you letting... Exactly. The, you know, it doesn't make exactly. sense to me personally. Exactly. So 
It's just a very interesting conversation. You've spoken so much about your experience in the marketing industry and the fact that it is what you studied and it is your profession. Are you still in the space or have you branched out into a different direction? I think that I'm definitely still in the space. If, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're working with brands, you're still in the marketing space. You're just playing a different role. Yeah. You know? And I think being in this side of marketing enables me because I have... I know what happens behind the scenes Mm. when we're sitting and trying to conceptualize the journey of a brand and where we want to take it. Mm -hmm. And I think that sometimes as influencers, um, we forget that you are still a marketer. You're just camera facing, if I may call it. You are at the front end. Mm. But there's a whole team of people that you need to represent and you need to carry out that message Mm -hmm. for this brand. And I think that... um, because what we have deemed as influencer marketing is associated with numbers, with shares, with popularity, with popularity. We, we, we've forgotten the fact that we're storytellers mm. and we're brand builders and we're, we're trying to get people to, you know, take a service or, you know, consume a brand and all that sort of stuff. We just, you know, we just think, ah, <laughs> yeah, that's what happens but when you think of yourself as a storyteller and as a brand builder your 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 delivery completely changes because you're mm-hmm. saying if somebody were to sell this product to me or sell me the service how would i want them to sell it to me you, yes. know? you know if oprah were to come to us and be like yeah mm-hmm. i'm popular take this <laughs> ma'am come on no mm. thanks ma'am mm, it's know? giving a lot mm. It's giving push exactly. It's giving inauthentic. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's actually so true and as you've been talking about st- storytelling, I was thinking about um, an ad that you recently did. I won't mention the brand, but basically you were shopping. Sure. In in their store. And I was like, actually I've never been interested in the deals that this company has offered sure. until Alfie showed it. Sure. And this is literally not me fangirling. I just see your content every day. And I was like, he's doing such a great job because it fits small. Sposh, you know. I literally saw Sposh showing me these things. I was like, yeah, no, my mom would show me like that. That makes so much sense. And I was like, this is brilliant. I'm so glad. And I see this from TikTok quite often, that there's so many more storytellers coming through. But not only storytellers, what you see with TikTok that you don't see with Instagram and Twitter is... Um, overt diversity. Yes. Right? Yeah. And inclusivity. Yeah. Whether it's gender, whether it's sure. race, whether yeah. it's anything. Yes. You see so much more on TikTok than you do on other platforms. And people are not trying to be perfect. They're not trying to be perfect. People are not beating their faces yes. and wearing their heels. And <laughs> exactly. Doing people are going there in pajamas yes. and you're like, yes, I relate. I relate. Yes. Yeah. yeah that yeah. that relation yeah. thing is such a huge currency Same for me. Important. I think it's like w- the thing we're missing, right? Sure. And we will stop, we will finish this conversation about marketing just now, but I, I would like you to speak to marketers and brand managers about the the role of influencers in the marketing strategy. So what I mean by that is a lot of the time brands will approach you and say, this is what we want to do. Here's the script goal. Sure. And why doesn't that work? And how should they be working with us okay. if they really want those KPIs, if they really want to show their stakeholders that, guys, this works, we want to work with these people on a long-term basis? Sure. So, um, 
if there's one thing that um, people who approach me have found, and some of them are okay with it, some of them hate it, um, is the fact that if I can't sit in a, um, a round table mm-hmm. and a brainstorming room with you to conceptualize what you want us to achieve and where you want us to go, I'm sorry, I can't work on that account. No. We have to brainstorm together. We have to find a long shell, you know, and we need to formulate this marriage and give birth to this child and watch them grow and do whatever it is. We need to have a relationship. And sadly, that then um, eliminates your one-night stands and your one-hit wonders where, you know, it's just, wow, okay, this is great. And then the next is just, ah, no, we're working with someone else. That's number one. Conceptualize with your influencer. Number two, find the fit. Find the fit. Find the fit. Both influencer and marketer. Yes. If you can see, Gutu Alfie is this and this, this and that, you can explore diversity in how they deliver their content. You can play around with that. But, I mean, if somebody were to come to me and want, okay, I'm not going to now sort of, you know, prevent those brands from coming because, you know, I'm versatile. <laughs> But um, <laughs> if somebody were to come to me and ask me to like rap, yeah, oh, boy, bobo, boy, bobo, ah, my feels, come on, you know, like, I've got some brands that come through to me and say, yeah, no, um, I'm dropping this hip hop track, you know, I want you to set, so give us skr skr na, yeah, ah, uh, man, you know, so find the fit, mm. because once you find the fit. The minute you sell that content, it's just, it's so effortless. It's, yes, I actually didn't make that connection. Now I realize, yeah, it makes sense, you know. Um, And another thing that we should be doing is just um, allowing content creators to have more of their voice. Mm. It's good to guide the content creator to be like, okay, yeah, you know, don't say this sort of stuff. Don't, don't be seen doing this in public. Don't, you know. But have your space, play around, play with your toys, play with your toys, because there's so much genius that comes out of that when you allow the content creator to just go wild. Mm. We've explored Alfie the TikToker, Alfie the marketer. Sure. And now we want to explore, I think, one of your biggest value adds to the space. I've seen your videos and I'm impressed is not even, it's (laughs) it's an understatement. You are really impeccable at this. Alfie, the speaker. Oof. Tell us about this. Are you a wedding speaker? Are you? Is that your forte, or what's happening there? So, um, when I started my emceeing and speaking journey, mm-hmm. um, it was through an an emceeing gig at a church. Mm-hmm. Somebody was getting married. Their emcee dropped them, and they were like, "Hey, big mouth, <laughs> we need somebody on Saturday." Yes. Okay, and I was like, "Bruh, I'm 17 years old." Yes. They're like, "Well." Yeah, go do it. I was like, hey, bro, if I mess it up, that's on you. Mm. And I remember, like, that, it's almost like it happened yesterday. The day I got on stage and I held the mic, something tapped me on the shoulder and said, this is it. Mm. This is where we belong. Mm. So the wedding thing is just, because then the bookings just came, you know. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> But because I light, light, light. Yes, yes, yes. I'm learning. I'm learning. I want to be fluent in Zulu one day. One day. Wow, sis. (laughs) Um, 
So um, then, because I did weddings so often, uh, people thought, yeah, weddings, you know. Um, and weddings, for me, I can do a wedding in my sleep. Okay. Yeah, yeah give me any wedding. Ah, you know, Queen Elizabeth can get married again. You're there. We are doing this, you know. Okay. Um, but as I grew as a professional, um, I realized that speaking is not, it's not just, I, I don't do it for weddings only, but I am a speaker and I am a person who just likes engaging with people. Give me any crowd of any magnitude, mm -hmm. of any profession, of any crowd, I will meet them at their level and be able to engage with them. Yeah. Um, and that's the corporate side of the work that I do, the emceeing that I do. And I've worked with amazing brands where um, we're able to say, okay, shop, today we need the funny Alfie, who's the MC, but we need you to be funny. Mm -hmm. Okay, today we're speaking to a board of directors yes. and we need you to carry it as such. Yes. I've done funerals. Yes. I have done, yeah, so many other things, you know. Mm -hmm. I have done hectic conventions where it's just like, yeah, we're, dis we're, we're discussing hectic things here. So it's something that I enjoy very much because I'm able to sit and picture myself as an audience member and go, how do I want to ensure that I listen to this person and I'm interested in this conference, this event, this convention as much as possible? What do I want to hear? What do I want to experience? Mm -hmm. And that then fuels my delivery and my research on what to say about the clients and where we want to go. That's incredible, and I would have never guessed it um, from looking at your content. Sure. Simply because it's mostly the so fun and games. Yeah, yeah, through, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so that's that's very interesting. Does humor does it underpin all of your speaking engagements? Yes, okay. yes. So um, um, comic relief is something that I believe in a lot because mm -hmm. I think that you know we shouldn't be too serious as people, mm -hmm. but. What you're saying is something so interesting and it's something that I've also now considered and you'll see this in my content moving forward. Um, a lot of people are saying to, to, to me, you, you say that you are a conference speaker, you say that you are a corporate MC, but we don't see that in your content. Yes. Very interesting to say, I wouldn't have guessed that. Yes. So intention, remember we spoke about intention and knowing how to position yourself as an individual. And then I realized, okay, sharp, there's a gap here. When we do our corporate functions, because when we do our corporate functions, I don't have time to be it's sitting busy. on my eye. People don't know how hectic that thing is. You need to be on the mark, <laughs> yeah, no, you know. You can't it's be sitting with your phone and yes. taking no. So I've now decided to get a team mm. that actually now, you know, captures all of this yeah. to package all of that to say, here he is on a corporate platform mm. and this is what he does and this is how he presents it. That's incredible, Alfie. You know, this speaking thing, Nah. Mm. It is a very contentious topic on my IG life <laughs> because uh -huh. I'm seeing a trend uh -huh. online, especially uh -huh. of well-known people. Sure. We'll just call them that because a lot of them have a lot of followers or they're yes. very popular. Yes. Then they get asked by brands to come and be on a panel Oh. because I get a, I'm an entrepreneur, mm. so I'm going to share my journey or I'm an yes. influencer, I'm going to share yeah. my journey. How? And then this person says, I'm a speaker. It infuriates me to the core <laughs> because there's a very clear difference between talking about your experience sure. and then being you begin a, a rater. Yeah. Please, can you just clarify for these people what it is to be a speaker? What are the talents that you need or the skills that you need to call yourself a speaker? Because I know from my side, as somebody who speaks at corporate, 
there are guilds that you can be a part of. Sure. You know, there are different fraternities and yes. whatever that you yes. can be a part of yes. that actually yes. vets that you're a speaker. Yes. You have to be making X amount of money as a speaker. Sure. You know, if you're a keynote speaker, there's certain things you have to show. So please tell people, what is it to be a speaker? When can you start calling yourself a speaker? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm going to play dev devil's advocate with this one. Okay. Number one, I'm going to say that... Um, it's, this is the same response that I give when people call me a comedian. I see. Because I think there's a big science that goes into comedy. Mm -hmm. When you call yourself a comedian, you need to know the science behind it. Yes. I just so happen to make people laugh. Yes. I don't consider myself a comedian. I get it. All right? So that's the first aspect. Mm -hmm. The second aspect is the fact that um, with being lauded the title of a speaker mm -hmm. you need to they, i mean there are different platforms yes. both toastmasters both yes. this both that both that you know um and having grown up as a public speak as public speaker you know from school and a debater mm -hmm. um you know when i call myself a speaker i don't you know just i'm gonna fly it's by not, night not lightly yeah no it's not a <laughs> uh, 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 i know i'd like to direct this point <laughs> to the proposition side uh, no 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 if you want me in that element you know i, I can meet you in that stadium yes. however i also want to caution us from limiting people mm. i feel that you can call yourself a speaker if people are willing to listen mm. because you are speaking that is profound and that goes beyond the qualifications mm. and the credentials and the money and the this if you have an audience that is willing to listen to you speak yes. you are a speaker mm. what else should we call you so that's why I'm saying devil's advocate to say, Guti, if you have an audience yes. that is willing to listen to you, don't then underplay yourself because the speaker who's lauded the title of speaker yeah. may only be able to relate to 30 people where you are able to speak to 300,000. Yes. So who's the speaker then? Well, look, let me play devil's advocate there sure. too. We have some celebrities. Yes. They get cooking shows. Mm. Maybe they don't know how to cook. Sure. Can they call themselves chefs? And you see now this that's a that woo. Do you see what I'm saying? Woo. You so got me, okay, ma'am. People can relate to you. So we're not hating on the relation. Sure. And it's good that you're anointed in something and people want to sure. learn that thing yes. from you. But mm. don't swear at other people mm. by calling yourself something that you're not. Mm. And I've found that in my journey. Every time I've got into a room and said I'm something that I'm not, I lose. Sure. You know, and I don't only lose for myself. I lose for anybody else who looks like me who comes in and says they're that thing. Mm. Because now I've discredited that entire sure. thing. You get what I'm trying to say? Like, you are so good at what you do. I could never call myself a somebody with humor. Look, yeah. if you're looking for humor at your event, don't call me. Sure. It's not going to happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm really not funny. Uh -uh, like, uh -uh, it's not going to uh -uh, happen. Uh -uh, I want to be. Uh -uh, it's not going to uh -uh, happen, yeah. right? So I'll never say I'm this kind of speaker. Mm. I know where I belong. Yeah. I'm not limiting myself at all. In fact, I find that with the niching, with being specific, with knowing who uh, you with are, who you are, you open up even more opportunities. So I think a lot of people who are chances believe that if I do a lot of things, then I'll get a lot. But actually, if you just focus, so. then you actually get so much more. I hear you. You get what I'm trying I hear to say? You. So, I hear you. And I think the speaking profession is so underrated. Sure. You know, because there are people, like you said, something touched me. That We don't play with that. Yeah. You know, you yeah. don't have to yeah. be part of a guild. Mm -mm. But, like, you know what you're yeah. doing. Yeah. We're gonna, we can put you on the stage, international, local. Sure. You're going to kill Let's it. Let's go. You get what I'm saying? Mm. But if I'm just saying I'm a speaker because I'm an entrepreneur who gets called... 
I can't compete sure. on those stages. I hear you. You know, and then I we see the, the trending topics that we see where people go overseas and people are saying bad things. Exactly. Why? I hear you. Because uh, you went and called yourself something you that you're not. Wearing, we wearing shoes that are bigger. Shoes that aren't for you. Problematic. You get what I'm Problematic. saying? I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. And I think it's something that will always sort of have um, contention towards because... Your point is so valid. Mm. Your point is so valid. Your point is so valid. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ellipsis. <laughs> the sponsor of the episode is the global trading platform OctaFX. Use promo code LABEL100 to double your deposit. That's L-E-B-O 100 to double your deposit. Disclaimer. Investing involves a level of risk. We do not recommend investing with our prior expertise. Beware of scammers who copy our content and name. Never send personal data or funds via messengers such as WhatsApp, Telegram and the like. Every year there are more and more successful investors in the world. But it's worth noting that the share of women on this list is growing. Not only are we able to take care of our home and raise children, but also earn money to support our families. Open the world of financial achievements. Start trading with Okta FX. Okta FX is a global trading platform with 10 years of experience and more than 10 million trading accounts in 150 countries worldwide. Join the community of like-minded entrepreneurs in three steps. One, download OctaFX trading app. Two, create an account. Three, apply the promo code LABEL100 and double your first deposit for more profitable trading. Are you new to trading? Watch OctaFX webinars to learn the basics and enjoy its live trading sessions to improve your strategy. Make trading a part of your lifestyle with Okta FX. Claim your 100% bonus for more profitable trading in the description. Some of the benefits of using Okta FX is 1. Low spread. Spread is the difference between the best selling price and the best buying price of a certain asset on the exchange. 2. You can trade without any volume based fees and commissions. Three. You get fast deposits and withdrawals. And four, you can now find OctaFX on iOS. The sponsor of this episode is the global trading platform OctaFX. Remember, investing involves a level of risk. We do not recommend investing without prior expertise. Beware of scammers who copy our content and name. Never send personal data or funds via messengers such as WhatsApp, Telegram, and the like. Enjoy the podcast. I've got a very controversial mm. question for you now. Yes, please. So on the Twitter streets, mm. they love to say that Casper Nyovest is an amazing marketer. Mm. Your thoughts? Um, Abra, I don't think of Casper Nyovest at all. Um, no, not in a bad way. Like, okay. I mean, you he's know, I think, your... yeah, he's not in my radar. Yes. Um, he's not somebody that I, you know, I think he's a cool guy. Like, you know, Casper, any person's got to be a dog. <laughs> Mame, you know, but um, 
Um, I've, I've seen I've seen the stuff that he's part of and whatnot. I mean, you know, he recently had that that you know that ying, oh, the boxing thing. Oh, ying, WWE SmackDown. <laughs> you know that sort of thing. I wasn't. I couldn't even care. I, like, I was on Twitter and I was just like, oh, okay, sharp. Let's let's go play elsewhere. Yeah. Um, for me, it's a you know, if he gets if you get people talking, bruh, regardless of whether or not you are doing it intentionally or not. Mm. If you're getting people talking, you're getting people talking. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes that's what a brand wants. Yeah. Just to get people talking. So mm. he's a marketer. He gets people talking. <laughs> <laughs> he gets people talking. I love you. <laughs> Ma'am. I love you so much. I'm trying to get myself someone. Please don't cop block me. Because... <laughs> Guys, you know, and, and I love that you're brave enough to strategically share your opinion. Yeah. You know, I think that's something that I, I really want to harness from people who are watching the show. That mm. it's okay to share your perspective. Sure. But just do it the right way. Yeah. You know, because nobody here is sitting trying to pretend to be, I'm not pretending to be label lion. Mm-hmm. And I definitely say what I think. Mm. I just don't have to be rough about it. You know what I mean? And too many of us haven't been taught the eloquent way yeah as speakers would be Oof, child, uh, you know please. to share our opinions whether people and I think, agree or not you know what also the other thing is that um because of other successes of other platforms mm-hmm. within the in the space of marketing or media yes. Jay, yeah. um we just have this thing with the trash cells so if you're not being rude about something it it won't hit home it won't trend it won't Mm -hmm. you know um and i think that you know it's we just need to one be nicer as people Mm -hmm. but number two you can say what you're saying um (laughs) without shading anyone or whatnot even if it's your opinion you know no one's gonna hate you for opinion but you know just do it the right way just have decorum yeah Mm. i agree with you i love that you said that because i think we are moving into that territory of if it's not harsh, brash, and controversial, mm-hmm. therefore it is not great content. Ah, there's no need for that. And there's no need for that. You mm. don't do that. Sure. And you're winning. Yeah. Right? Mm. So let's talk about securing the bag. Yeah. Right? A lot. There's a narrative online where people say, get paid your worth. Yeah. Do you believe in that? At what point do I know that I need to get paid my worth? When do I do things for free? When do I start asking for money? When do I charge my real price? Yeah. So I've been emceeing um, events for 11 years. Whoa. Eight of those years, I was doing stuff for free because I was driven by passion. Mm. I, if you were to call me and say, there's a wedding um, or there is an event or there is a function at 10 a.m. today and it's 8 a.m., we need you there. Make sure you get there. Um, how you're going to get there and all of that sort of stuff. I'd get there and I'd deliver. And when we're there, it's like, hey, can I have a bottle of water? No, there's no water. Go to the tap. <laughs> Go home. But because I was on stage and in my mind, I just, that's what I wanted to do. I have this big mantra that I believe that I'm going to live by for the rest of my life. Yes. I want to put smiles on people's faces. I want to impact people positively. I want to travel God's beautiful earth, but I want to get paid a lot of money to do it. Mm. Those four things. And it's something that I lived by from a very young age. 
And only now are these four things meeting each other at the sweet spot. Because now I'm emceeing events in Tanzania. Imagine. Now I'm emceeing in ISIS. They in dollars. <laughs> in different currencies. Yes. So um, there is going to be that passion moment. And I'm sure you've experienced it as well. There's that driving force of passion that you have. Where you, you're not caring about the bag. You're not caring about the money. You're not doing this and whatnot, whatnot. But the minute somebody says to you. I'm willing to give you this. There's that quick change to mm. say, actually, now it's time. And you will know. You will know. You will know. I'm not saying people should work for free. Yeah. But working for free and all of that sort of stuff positions you because you get to learn so many things, you know. I know you can't pay any bills through exposure. Yeah. But putting in the work to understand what's okay sharp now i've actually secured my place here i know what i'm doing i know the value that i bring you are able to say that and sometimes ne, once you've gotten to that point you will present this value and somebody's going to say and this is what i get quite often yeah. i will say this is how much i charge actually no we're going to give you triple oh. we're going to give you triple what? you are undervaluing yourself Thank this is you. this, con- considering what you do yeah no, we're not, we're not, we're not going to do Like I was blown away by a client where I gave them a quote and they were like, oh, okay, shop, I'll take this. And what they deposited was completely different. different. Hey, those are nice. You know, <laughs> or there are some instances where I've got my quote, they've approved my quote yeah. and I do my thing. And afterwards client calls and says, hey, bro, listen, I just wanted to just sew in because I could have never experienced that anywhere else. Yeah. So, um, you get to learn that. And once you start making the money again and now, then you'll be like, uh-uh, this is the value that I bring. Because there are people who can vouch yes. for you to say, yeah, but if you want this, exactly. and there are people who approach you knowing that this is the value that you bring. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. I think I see it as a, at different stages of your journey, you get paid in different ways. Mm. So maybe in the beginning you get paid with validation. Mm. The fact that people are calling to say, come Oof. through, Oof. that is the payment. Oof. Because you put that on your CV, you put that on your thing, Oof. that gives you so. the keys you need to so. open some rooms. So. 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 You know, and then you get to a point where it starts to be a little bit about the money, so. yeah. and then a little bit about XYZ, so. a little bit about XYZ. So as you grow, the payment changes. So. And at some point... After you've made all the money, yeah. at some point it stops being about it the money. It stops being about the money. I actually wonder if Oprah goes to conferences to speak for money <laughs> now. <laughs> because, I mean, how matter. much can you give her now, yes. you know? And now she just sits and she wants to impart. And that to her is what makes her feel the way she feels, you know? Mm. So, yeah. Mm. I agree with you. And I, we're getting into a culture, I think, because of the sure. social media thing where people are like, pay me my worth. This is what I'm worth. Yeah. I've got this many followers, penny my worth. It's like, but what sure. have you shown? Yeah. Yeah. For what you it's do. Your track record. What is your track record? And your stripes. If you don't have videos to show us what you do, can you sit on a stage? Excuse me. And it's okay. You know, Yo. this is just a real platform. <laughs> we do the thing. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's a case of, and I say this to people quite often when they say to me, but we don't know you yeah. in marketing. You just, da, 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 da. and I say, but sit with me now. Sure. 
let's go head Take to my head. Brain. I will show you. Let's do this. You know this. what I mean? Yes. Like, yes. I'm not, yes. It's, it's yes. not a coincidence. Not a fly by night. Fly by night. I've been doing this for many, many years. You know, it's not a coincidence that so many well-known and respected marketers in the states and the UK will talk about me. Sure. You know, they're yeah. not talking about me because I'm a nobody. It's no. because what I'm I've adding is my valuable. I've yeah. earned my stripes. So I always say to people, just try to plow into your vision and your goal in a way that is meaningful. And sharpen your craft. And sharpen your craft. Sharpen your, constantly sharpen, sharpen your, your craft. craft. I was saying to, I did an interview one day with someone um, in a very popular radio station. <laughs> and they asked me, um, so like, how do you spend your time? Like, People shower sing. When they're in the shower, people sing. Yeah. You know. Um, I shower interview. High five. I shower interview. I have marketing debates. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Not because you are, I mean, um, schizophrenic <laughs> and you've got all of these personalities. Well, I do. Yeah. But um, you are in, in a way sort of preempting. Because yeah. I, something's always told me. Um, and I always say this to somebody who blows up or somebody who becomes famous or whatnot. It doesn't catch you by surprise. Yeah. The timing of it may, you know, yes. catch you off guard. Yeah. But the fact that you are going to be great doesn't, doesn't catch, you. catch you. You're sitting here. You know. I know I'm going. You know. Yes. And we don't need to, we don't need to um, ask you or to, you, you, there's no doubt in you. Yeah. You just know. You just don't know when. Yes. And how great, yes. but you just know. Yes. You understand? So that's what I experience as well. When I'm in the shower, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Oscars this evening. Thank you. Ooh. Yes, Ooh. I love it. You know, so it, yes. it, 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 that's, that's how you constantly sharpen your iron so yes. that when preparation meets opportunity, that's a divine moment and you right? need to capitalize. And people think it's yeah. effortless, but you're like, I've been practicing. Oh, child. <laughs> I've, I've been, been. practicing. Yeah. You know? yeah. And, I, and I also just wanted to touch on that point about passion. Um, I feel, and this might be a, a bit of a contentious, we've been using this word quite often today, mm -hmm. so maybe this podcast is spicy today. <laughs> um, but, you know, I find that when we tell people to pursue their passion, they feel like it must be a joyful experience. Sure. So you say passion means it makes me feel good. Yeah. And so what I've started to frame it as is address your discomfort. Mm. So mm. when I became label lion, tweeting yeah. about marketing, I mean, who, who tweets about marketing? Exactly. You know, like why? Boo, boo. <laughs> exactly. Tomatoes, like, tomatoes, tomatoes. Ah. You know? But I was just extremely uncomfortable. Sure. I was like, why are entrepreneurs doing this thing so terribly? Why are brands doing this thing in a way that doesn't make sense? Yeah. I want to fix this. Sure. The audacity to say, I'm going to fix it, yeah. was the discomfort. So it was me just saying, I cannot live in a space where we are not even showing the world that there are good marketers in exactly. South Africa. So I'm going to fix it. Exactly. Instead of passion. Yeah. Because I'm passionate about many things. Yes. I love singing. Sure. I love cooking. I've, sure. re I've recorded songs I've written for people. Wow. But it's not my career. It's not. It's just a passion. Yeah. yeah. You get what I'm saying? So I always love to say that it's just that sense of like addressing a discomfort or a gap yes. in the world where yes. you're like, I can fill this better. Yes, yes, I yes, can yes, fill yes. this differently. Yeah, yeah. And I you own the space. You own the yeah, space. Yeah. And I think you do that so well. Thank you. So on this podcast, well, season two, because yeah. season one, we didn't do this. We have a rapid fire segment okay. that we do. And it's basically me asking you questions. Yeah. Um, just a few questions, maybe five or six. Sure. And then you answer them and we see what you know. Sure. With our previous guest, I'd written 
a list of questions and I thought they'd be easy. Sure. But they actually proved to be difficult. Sure. So I'm going to give you the same question. I live under a rock, okay? Uh-uh, Just you, don't. Uh, you are conquering. Anybody who's conquering. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm living under a rock. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you these questions and we'll see how you fare. Sure. Same questions. Uh. First question uh. Who is the founder of Twitter? Uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Uh-uh. Uh-uh, man. <laughs> That's, Shame the devil. No, that James guy, I always tag, man. I always, I always tag him when he's met. Something in Jill went up the hill. Jack, yeah, that okay. Jack, that Jack guy. Jack, Jack, uh-huh. Jack Efron. Jack, <laughs> Jack, man. Yes, I always tag Jack, Jack when I'm, yeah, when I'm mad. Yeah. I'm just Would like, yeah. No, yeah, so when somebody, oh when somebody comes for me and, you know, like, excuse me, my friends, I'm always like, Jack, hi, please deactivate this account. Wow, <laughs> you are spicy. <laughs> Do you, do you like Twitter? Um, so, I used to like Twitter, but I realized I've got a big mouth. Uh-uh. And I'm trying to, you know, it's, it's Twitter, ne? Um, I have my qualms with Twitter. And let me tell you why. Um, in 2020, when um, COVID really had us, you know, gaddy washing, <laughs> um, I stepped away because of all the RIPs that we were getting from the app. You know, mm-hmm. I was just like, whoa. This is just too much. Am I next? What's going on? And I stayed off the app for three months. And then the algorithm was like, yeah, well, you, you don't want to be here? Mm. Well, we'll make sure that you're not here. So sometimes when I tweet stuff, it doesn't blow up. Yeah. Because the algorithm is just like, ah, naughty corner. Oh, I'm man. like, yeah, but I'll serve my sentence, guys. I'm <laughs> back, you know. So Twitter, one. But number two. Twitter, compared to all the other platforms, the other social media platforms, has just got such a a warped um, perspective on life. Mm-hmm. What I would post on TikTok and people love and thrive over, when it gets to Twitter, it's dissected and it's turned into something it's not. So Twitter and Jemina, I will, yeah, if, if client says, yeah, we need one tweet, I'm saying, yeah, one tweet done, I'm gone. <laughs> no, no, I don't, I don't play around that space too much. And I'll just be there. I stay away from the conversations. I stay away from the, the debates. And, you know, I used to laugh at people on, on Twitter a lot. But yeah. then I realized somebody's always sitting there waiting for you with a draft. To mess up. With a draft. Yes. To so be like, oh, is it? Okay. Bonala. Shit. Like how Gogo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am. Racha, 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 racha. Masala. So, you know, also just and, and that sort of stuff, you know, why would tweets from twenty ten resurface? You're just like, guys, have you been sitting and waiting for this moment? Well, and that I find that I find that very scary because on TikTok that's not the, the, the premise. On Instagram, that's not the premise. On Facebook. And sometimes people from Twitter will um, sort of, I don't know, be like very classes towards the other platforms. Like they're not, you know, like people on Twitter would be like, yeah, that village. It's still the biggest social media platform in the continent. Which one is the village? Facebook. Oh, it is a You village. know. I, ma'am. I'm sorry. It is, it is, but so many more people. And I mean, again, my people are TikTok and Facebook people, really? you know, because that's where people relate to me. That's where people relate to Mom's Wash and whatnot. So I've found where my people are, mm. where my villagers are, mm. and I feed them that instead of trying to 
um, overcompensate and impressing all of these people who are waiting for my downfall. Um, and you know, okay, sharp because I just want to seem relevant. You know, um, I, I listen to a lot of like mindset uh, coaches mm-hmm. and people who study psychology, shame, etc. And the one thing I've learned from them is they say the expectation you bring to the room sure. is the experience that you have. Yes. So if I say, I think Alfie looks like a mean person, chances are I'm going to experience you that way. Exactly. And I think a lot of people go onto Twitter with that mindset. I think Twitter is toxic and people are going to come for me. Therefore, they do. Because people have not come for me, honestly. Like, and the the few who have don't matter. <laughs> That's so the thing because it, it you've decided to you've decided to look beyond that. Yeah, you know, doesn't mean that no one came for you. They came, but I wasn't. That's exactly. the point. Like, I'm not seeking it. And exactly. maybe if we weren't seeking it, we'd find more value in so, the platform. Because yeah. I find TikTok really scary. So I enjoy <laughs> the platform, but some of the comments are crazy. Like when people already don't like you or already mad at what you're saying, they go really hard. Oh, really? And I found that. Which on, is on so TikTok. interesting. I, when I stepped into TikTok, and I'm so sorry, you have to ask your questions. But w- when I stepped into TikTok, I expected so much bullying. And that's where the imposter syndrome came from. Yeah. Um, everything that I've ever got in my life is because I've spoken it into existence or in, into existence, mm. or I'm just a, a speaker, you know, um, but when you hear me speak and you see me, those are two. So I will walk into a room, ne? sharp people, like normal, until I say, San Monan, and then, <laughs> so you have a full beard. What, <laughs> what are those decibels? What is going on in there? So um, from those reactions I used to get from people, um, I'd be like, okay, maybe I shouldn't say anything, mm. you know. So getting into video content, because my face is animated, and when I speak, I speak with my face, I thought, yo, people are just like, hey, bro, like, what's going on there? But I posted my first video, and, oh, Bob's your uncle. There you go. Sure. Yeah. So, um, I think that, I don't experience that from TikTok yeah. at all. Um, sometimes, if somebody puts a, a weird comment, people will flood them. It's almost like yeah. a hive. Yeah. Like, sorry, what did you say? Yes. Actually, no. Yeah, so... No, you're lucky. Uh, yeah. I have I have a label hive on Twitter. Do you, I'm one yes. of your <laughs> guys. Yeah, I got yeah. vetted by all of you. Out of the hives, oh, so join yeah. us. Question two: Which South African sneaker brand means shoe and township slang? Batu. I mean, come on now, Batu. come on. Also, when am I getting my pair, guys? And I know you're watching. It wasn't me, but also when you send him a pair, send another one. Aibu. Okay, question three. Instagram or Twitter? Definitely Instagram. You are definitely Instagram. On Instagram, I am so vulnerable. And this is a vulnerability that I don't even show on TikTok. Really? On Instagram, stories are my kingdom. Mm. I'm lord over <laughs> stories. Even when I sell that as a value add, you know, yes. at some point I, I, I reached 70,000 views on my stories. Hey, and that's when I knew, ah, no, 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 no. No, now we're working here. Because with stories, it's last, it lasts for 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And I'm speaking from my heart. Um, I have instances where I'll wake up at 4 a.m. in the morning. I'm just like, okay, shop. I know I'm not the only person awake. But let's do this, let's do that, let's do this. That. And then people will come back with like, hey, bro, I tried this, I tried that, I tried this. It's worked for me. I feel better as a person mm. because of this. Sometimes I get onto stories and I'll just sing. 
we'll just have our singing marathon. I've seen that, especially your gospel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll just I have don't our know singing marathon. I'm learning. Exactly. Guys, I'm trying to sound. So I get on. I'm trying to. So I'm learning from you. International. No, it's You know when we're all we're all raised differently. Sure. So you know when you have that awkward person who goes like. Funerals and like extended family things, so, and you can't sing the song exactly. And you're just like, I'm that one who you know, you my, my mom parades mm-hmm. me, you know, Thank it's you. like, yeah, this <laughs> is what you should grow up and yeah. become. Thank you. So, um, yeah, uh, Twitter, um, um, Instagram stories, oof, they, oof. they're fire, yeah. I, I love them too. Yeah, and I, yeah. I know you said you also like reels, yeah, reels because, um. I always say this in when, when, when I deliver content or when I do work or whatnot, whatnot. If you haven't gotten my attention, if you can't prove your point in 60 seconds, ah, no, then go into documentaries. <laughs> Come on, man. I <laughs> Like, if you can't sell your, your work in a minute, just, yes. you have that one minute and you'll notice my TikTok videos. Um, Sons from the 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 the, the, the collab I just did with the robot boy. Mm. <gasps> I love that. Uh, I, one I take. Met him last week. He's incredible. And I was like, okay, he's incredible. You're funny. One take. Yeah. One take. No, we actually had to have two takes because he laughed in the first one. And mm. I was like, bro, you need to get it together. Even, like within character. Yeah. <laughs> in character. Mean character. <laughs> so um yeah, sixty seconds reels, amazing. I just yeah. wish I could do those pictures and those to do and that music in the background. Yeah. I just talk. <laughs> but we love you just talking. Thank you. That's the point. Thank you. And I enjoy that. Yeah. I love that about reels. We, we yeah. love it. Thank we you. We love the car reviews as well. I didn't know you were a car person until I met with a friend of mine who's a car review okay. person. And they were like, no, I'll be reviews cars. I was like, what? 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 Wow. When did you get into that? So let me tell you guys, I'm going to be honest. Okay. <laughs> I did this for the bag, child. <laughs> No, <laughs> let me tell. Okay, you know what? Yeah. Crucify me. Just be honest. But let me tell you, um, I'm a person who enjoys traveling so much, mm. and every seat I've occupied in corporate has um, expected me to travel. So much so that if you are offering me a job and 70% of my deliverables are not travel, I don't take that job. I'm not an office person. I can't sit in that. I can't sit in the office. I need to be, I belong to the streets. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I belong to the streets. So, um, because I did so much traveling, my car just took on so much mileage. Then I realized that I've got their numbers. Thank you. And I can speak to their people. Yeah. Give me a car, man. Come on, man. My car's going through the most there. Uh, Magabongwe, that's what I call him. Magabongwe is sitting on, what, almost 90,000 kilometers, and he's only three years old. He's approaching three years of age. Oh. He's on 90,000 kilometers. Okay. So I was like, I know, man. Just give me you know, a young polo so I can just take it to the streets and you know whatnot. So that's how I got into car reviewing because I was so obsessed with destinations mm. and the lessons that they brought. Then I started weaving in, oh yeah, by the way, I'm at this destination and I'm driving a Clio. I'm at this destination and I'm driving a Polo. I'm at this destination and I've got a Land Rover. You know, all of that sort of stuff. And then that's where the car thingy. But because I'm a writer as well and a storyteller, Mm. I'm able to sort of put that. So you won't, I won't tell you about horsepower, turbo, 
velocity, <laughs> petrol consumption. No, no, I'm just going to tell you, Uti, I'm in a Range Rover today. This is what I'm driving, what not, what not. And this is my experience with it, which is what really people want to hear. Because exactly. how does it feel to own the car? Yes. Petrol heads are there, sharp, but yeah. yeah so that's how, how I got it into it. to own the car? Yeah, how does it the experience with the, the car? Secret. All the yeah. car brand managers, that's all people want to know. Like, how does it feel to own the car? Yeah, I'm just another partnership there. But that's very true. Yeah, yeah. And literally, this is not on my questions, mm. but you mentioned something. I just want to go quickly into it. Sure. You said the experiences and how important it is for you to travel. Sure. Please share with our viewers why travel is so important. <sighs> Destinations change the way you perceive and view the world. When you bump into somebody from Cape Town, they think completely different from somebody in Pretoria, mm -hmm. um, from somebody in Lagos, from somebody in the United Kingdom, and from somebody in Singapore. Um, and when you are able to be in a destination long enough for you to just take a few nitbits and, and nuggets it changes the way you think. And that's why I was brave enough to say, I'm leaving corporate. Mm. Because I bumped into people who had no plan, who did not know what they were going to do. And they said, I'm jumping, I'm going there. Yeah. And I bumped into that person in a flight at, or waiting for a, another flight at Addis Ababa. Yeah. And just from a conversation, what, you did that? Mm -hmm. You know, it just instills so much bravado in you and you just become so much braver to be like, let me just take that leap. Yes. Because when you are in a foreign destination, you're vulnerable. Yes. You have to fend for yourself. You have to mingle. You have to negotiate. You have to do all sorts of stuff. And that changes your psyche mm. and how you view the world and how much you can bring. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. And yeah. I think it also makes you open to diversity. Sure. Because now you don't judge people just because I see you no. and you're different to me. You uh -uh. actually go... You're different to me. Yes. I actually want to understand why. How can we relate? How can we relate? Yes. Right? Yeah, and yeah, how yeah. can I embrace your difference? And you also realize how much you need people. Yeah. You're not an island. I prefer yeah. traveling yeah. to meeting people locally. Exactly. Really? <laughs> you go meet, go meet. I went I, I went and met the Maasai. I didn't know they were the Maasai in, in, in Tanzania. Don't lie. I'm going to Mozambique soon. Um, Take me you know, uh, no, <laughs> I'm going there for a specific purpose, trying yes. to find marriage. Oh, wow. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. We are in deep. <laughs> it's the guys. I think we're going to call it the truth. Yeah. Term, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so. For me, Mina Aisham, I have to travel. Yeah. I have to travel. So even with like the brands that I'm shooting my shots with, I'm just like, hey, bra, do you think we can go to JFK? Yes. You know, let's, let's just, just let's do, let's do Brisbane. Yeah. Let's do Brisbane. <laughs> we'll be back. You know? So, yeah. I will. Come on. Yes. Yeah. I like that. I love that. Okay. Uh, complete the sentence. Mm. Jack of all trades. Um... The spotlight is on you. Perfecta of some. Okay. So you're remixing it. When done right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Explain now. Because I don't say we limit ourselves. Mm -hmm. We limit ourselves because we're constantly told you only have to have that one thing. I see. If you are a singer, sing. sing. If you cook, cook. If you think no, we are multi dimensional people. Yes. Right? Number one, you don't need to be perfect at something to make money. That is true. From it. 
I understand. You can be a jack of all trades. You just need to make sure that you sharpen them, gasly, and you give them enough time and you prioritize them properly mm. in order to be able to do what you do. Yeah. I don't call myself a singer, but when I sing, you will know, sharp, it hit here. Would you record an album? I would never record an album. Okay. I would never record an album. But if you need me to sing on a public platform, let's go. Any song? Any song. I'll wow. take you on now. Okay. And my singing is that sort of singing. It's for that moment. It's for that time. I understand that about my singing. Mm. So I'm not going to say, oh, no, I'm not a singer. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so you can be a jack of all trades. Ne? Um, but if you spend enough time just understanding when that trade needs to come in, then you can definitely, for that moment and for that time, you may not consider yourself as a comedian, mm. but if you need to offer comic relief for something, for a project, and you apply yourself, mm -hmm. and you see it work, why not? I am dismal. Why not? I am dismal. Exactly. So it's bad. You it's mentioned, like you mentioned the fact... Because I'm so bad. Exactly. You know what I mean? But that's like, the thing. So you mentioned that you cook. Yeah. And people don't know that about you. They don't. People don't know that you sing. Yeah. I didn't know the fact that you sing. I do. Does that, does that mean that you can't sing or you should not sing or should not profile that about yourself? We yeah. know you to be a speaker. Yeah. We know you to be an expert marketer. You're brilliant at it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, just throw in a song there. Mm -hmm. And if you are That's able to thinking. make, yeah, now yeah. $1 million yeah. from that. Oh, yeah, yeah, bring that big. Secure <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the bag at uh, any, any uh, Okay. Apple or Samsung? Hi, Shem, you need to take your fruits. <laughs> That's important. <laughs> it's the doctor's <laughs> advice. It guys, no, I'm not going to suddenly go against how. Yeah. Doctor's orders, right? Doctor's orders. You just have to, I, mm. I love it. Okay, and the last one is entrepreneurship or corporate? Entrepreneurship. Why? Entrepreneurship, um, because you can turn entrepreneurship into corporate. <laughs> because you can be the empire. Hey! Ah. Say it again. I want to speak in tongues. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> because you can be the empire. Yes. If you spend enough time, also, we're not all built for it. Yes. You know, we're not all built for it. But when you do entrepreneurship right, mm. you can have an entire room of people that you employ. Mm. And not even think of yourself as, I am CEO, I am this, I am this. Yeah run an entire corporation yeah. because you are doing so well. So, um, and also there's a lot less, I was speaking to an incredible woman, um, at a fashion launch that I went to recently, who is the director hey, at Facebook. Of course. And, um, she was saying to me, yo, I saw you finally made the jump and you left corporate. How do you feel? And I was like, yeah, it's something that I've always wanted to do. Uti, um, I'm at senior, senior. I'm at my, I, I'm at my ceiling, right? Um, and it's so interesting to find that you are no longer trying to climb the corporate ladder. Mm -hmm. And what people don't realize is there's so much less control, so much less, oh, that's there's not a speaker. Yeah. There's less control when you're there. But when you're here, you have control. You can make so many decisions and decide, this is what I want to do, this is where I want to go, this is what I want to do, and whatnot, whatnot. Mm -hmm. And if you are happy with that, making your own decisions, making your own rules, but if you want to be, and that's another thing, guys, let's not make corporate such a gloomy thing, which you are, you're a henchman, and it's that salary that has been given to you to um, shy you away from your dreams and whatnot. It pays the bills. 
please. Not all of us are meant to be entrepreneurs. Exactly. So like some of us yeah. are support structures yes. and, we're and good solid at ones. Yes. Incredible ones at that. So why not? Yeah. Just role. just know who you are. And also take time to if you realize okay, stop, I made the jump yeah. and I wanted to do entrepreneurship. It didn't work. The the worst case scenario is you just hey hi, I'd like to put in my uh, Z eighty three. Come on, man. You know, hey. you know. There's no shame. In There's that no thing. shame in that. Alfie, we have reached the end of this <sighs> podcast, this and I'm very so sad about this mm. because I don't even get to go to Mozambique with you. No, so it feels like now we can arrange that. We can arrange that. So, um, there's something that I'm exploring later. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm noticing that people just want to spend time with Alfie. Oh, really? Yeah, people oh, want to spend wow. time with us. Okay. So why don't we do it at destinations? Can we? Why don't we take over Mars? And take walks in the morning? Exactly. Because I know we walk with Exactly. Alfie. Yes, yes. yes. Do Haven't that. done that in two months. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> like, why don't we then spend time with Alfie if we want yeah. to do that? Um, last year, two years back, actually, I did a trip to Venda. I said, I want to go to Venda. <gasps> my, my home. Is it? Oh, Venda. Oh, nah. I went to Venda. I just wanted to explore Venda. Yes. And I tweeted. And I said, guys, now I'm going to Venda. Whoever wants to come can come through. Yeah. Um, it started off as just a tweet to a thing where we were sponsored a bus, we were sponsored meals, we were sponsored because there were like 68 of us wow. going to Venda mm-hmm. just to go experience Venda. So we're going to take U Alfi and just let's go hang with Alfie around the world. And very soon, yeah, we're just going to Mars now. We'll go to to China. Mm. We'll do Japan. We will do... Everywhere. Yeah. We're just going global. Just to go hang around and I sip on the good stuff. <laughs> 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 yes, I, I love it. it. I love it. I love um, it. Yeah. So, okay. Wait, we're closing off the podcast now. And people are watching. And I'm going to ask you the question that they ask on every single podcast. What do you want to leave people with? Who are watching this what's the one message what do you want them to carry with them every day when they think about alfie what do you want them to think i think that before i speak about alfie mm-hmm. um and this is the reason why i do my content you do not know how many people want to experience you mm. people want to experience you people want to experience the fullness of you the unscripted the yeah the beautiful side of you mm. people want to experience that allow people that mm. allow people that even if it comes with um, criticism if, if it, feed the people that want to eat it <laughs> feed them my mind went to ma'am but people want to experience you yeah. and Jay just Mina as Alfie I just want to be the gift the gift that keeps on giving and if I give it in a, a conference that I'm speaking at, if I'm working with a brand, if I'm conceptualizing an idea, if I'm writing an article, if I'm just pouring into your life through a 15-second story that I did, yeah. I'm just going to keep on giving. I'll be the gift that keeps I'll on giving. I'll be the gift that keeps on giving. Thank you so much you for, for gracing our podcast with your presence. Okay. Guys, I hope that you learned something from this because there's so many gems to take away. And I'm sure your stomach is in stitches because <laughs> I know, like, I feel like I'm growing a six pack now <laughs> because I was laughing so hard. 
thank you for every to everyone who joins our podcast every single week thank you for the listens thank you for the shares and the support and the words of encouragement i really do appreciate it and please don't forget to like subscribe and share this podcast with all your friends family colleagues everybody because these are gems that we need to start sharing with each other and and learning from until next time don't forget that do you, do you want to say something before no, I, I don't want to oh, say okay. anything until next time don't forget that the only way to eat an elephant is one bite at a time